السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته إلى الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم عمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحج حج محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم والشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed, the best speech is the speech of Allah Azza wa Jal and the best guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the most evil of matters and the newly invented matters in the religion and every newly invented matter in the religion is an innovation it is not from al-islam and every innovation is a misguidance and every misguidance leads to the hellfire indeed brothers and sisters indeed allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to implement and abide by the Quran and the Sunnah of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that we as Muslims our two sources of revelation is the Quran the speech of Allah and the Sunnah of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam which is his speech his actions his instructions, his descriptions, and his silent approval, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and his prohibitions likewise. Our lives should be lives which have a high regard for the Quran and the Sunnah. Not lives and in which in which the Quran is only on the shelves, only for Ramadan, and the Sunnah is not to be found. And the Sunnah is not to be found. But instead, we need to have that close connection to the recitation of the Quran and its understanding. And likewise, we need to have that close connection to learning the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and learning his seerah 
and learning the seerah, his seerah and the events in his life, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So Allah has commanded us to hold firm to his book, and the Quran. And from these evidences, which are clear, Allah says, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ حَقَّ تُقَاتِهِ وَلَا تَمُّتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ وَاعْتَسِمُوا بِحَبْلِ اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا وَلَا تَفَرَّقُوا Allah says, O oh, you who believe, fear Allah as it should be feared and do not die except in a state of Al-Islam وَاعْتَسِمُوا بِحَبْلِ اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا and hold firm to the rope of Allah and he meaning the Quran and likewise the meaning in there is holding firm to the Sunnah so hold firm to the rope of Allah and do not be divided do not be people who are divided but instead be people who are united upon the Quran and the Sunnah and its correct understanding Likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, اتبعوا ما أنزل إليكم من ربكم ولا تتبعوا من دونه أولياء قليلا ما تذكرون Follow that which has been revealed to you from your Lord and do not follow an awliya, a helper or a protector besides him. Little do you remember, little do you reflect. So in this verse, Allah has said and commanded us to follow that which has been revealed to us from him. And that is the book, the Quran and the Sunnah of the Messenger Therefore, these two sources must be in a high place in our hearts and in our lives if we are going to be able to fulfill this responsibility and this amana of following them and implementing them allah azza wa jalla likewise says wahada kitabun anzalnahu mubarak fattabi'uhu wattaqu and this book, we have revealed it, blessed. Therefore, follow it. Therefore, follow it. I and mean, this is a command to follow the Quran. And fear Allah, so that you may earn His mercy. So that you may be bestowed with his mercy. Know, brothers and sisters, that the Quran is the speech of Allah and has been preserved. It has been preserved and protected by Allah Himself from any type of additions, any type of deletions any type of alterations or substitutions Allah Azza wa Jal himself has promised 
to preserve and protect this Quran until he Allah Azza wa Jal removes it from the earth when the last day approaches he Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says inna nahnu nazzalna dhikra wa inna lahu lahafidhun indeed it is we who have sent down the reminder meaning the Quran and it is we who shall preserve it and protect it likewise Allah Azza wa Jal says la yatihi al-batilu min bayni yadayhi wala min khalfi tanzilun min hakimin hamid Allah Azza wa Jal says regarding the Quran that no falsehood approaches this Quran from before it and from behind it meaning no falsehood is able to overcome the Quran and alter it and change it in any form that Quran is preserved Tanzilun min Hakimin Hamid has been a book a scripture which has been revealed by the all-wise worthy of all praise so therefore this Quran will always guide to that which is upright it will never guide to that which is false or incorrect because no change can occur to it no change can occur to it Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran in the Quran this Quran guides to that which is upright and it gives glad tidings to the believers who act righteously that they will have a great reward therefore brothers and sisters no alteration in any form or any type or coming from any direction can alter this Quran Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has clearly preserved it and the Quran testifies to this and history testifies to this and scholars and academics testify to this therefore brothers and sisters what you have been given as a Muslim as your dostur your book for you to follow is intact and it is in a way that is perfect and gives you that perfect guidance therefore why would you not take that time to read the Quran and to learn the meanings of the verses in the Quran and try to implement the Quran in your lives are we better than the companions of Muhammad are they the ones who were in need of this Quran and we are not? That we are people who are people of Hadara. We have moved on. We are people of technology. We are people who have moved on in life. So therefore we do not need to go back to the Quran and to read it. Indeed not. 
the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they never exceeded the memorization of 10 verses of the Quran until they learned the guidance and the meanings that is found within it and they implemented it. Then they moved on to another 10. Then they moved on to another 10. See they see the makana, see the high position and the status of the Quran in the hearts of the Salaf, in the hearts of the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As, as for us or a lot of us, then we take this blessing for granted. We take this blessing for granted and think that the path to Jannah is something that you just need to say that you are Muslim, come for Jumu'ah, and that's it. Indeed, brothers and sisters, this religion requires learning and implementation if you are to remain upon the path of success and gain that true success. وأقول قولي هذا وأستغفر لي ولكم من كل ذنب وأستغفر إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد الإنديد Allah Azza wa Jal in many verses has indicated that we should follow the sunnah and hold firm to the sunnah. And from these verses that we need to understand, to understand the makana, the position of the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And it is one of them is the verse where Allah Azza says, وَمَا يَنْطِقُ عَنِ الْحَوَىٰ إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيُ يُوحَىٰ That he, Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he does not speak, <coughs> he does not speak of his own desires. It is only revelation that has been revealed to him. So therefore the sunnah, his teachings, his instructions, his approvals, his matters of religion, they are not from the, the desire of Muhammad But this revelation that was revealed to him, but it was in the words of Muhammad In terms of his actions, his guidance, his teachings and his preachings. But the sunnah is revelation. It is revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to him. As he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ala inni utitu al-kitaba wa mithluhu ma'ah. Indeed, I have been given the book and that which is similar to it. And that which is similar to it, meaning along with it. And what is similar to the Qur'an? What has a similarity to the Qur'an? And it is, this, is the Sunnah. Because the Sunnah clarifies the Qur'an, explains verses of the Qur'an. So the Sunnah, brothers and sisters, 
The explanation of the Quran and the implementation of the Quran is indeed revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is how Allah Azza wa Jal has willed to explain his book and show the example of implementing the Quran. And he threw the example of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Likewise, Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَأَطِيعُ اللَّهَ وَأَطِيعُ الرَّسُولِ Obey Allah and obey the Messenger. وَحْذَرُوا فَإِن تَوَلَّيْتُمْ فَأَعْلَمُوا أَنَّمَا عَلَى رَسُولِنَا الْبَلَاغُ الْمُبِينَ Allah Azza wa Jal says, Obey Allah and obey the Messenger. So how do we obey Allah in our times, brothers and sisters? It is by, and he's referring to the Quran. And how do we obey the Messenger when he's not here with us? It is by going back to his Sunnah, studying his Sunnah, and implementing his Sunnah. Then Allah Azza wa Jal says, "Wahdaru," and be warned. That if you turn back, if you oppose it, then know that upon our messenger <coughs> was the responsibility of only proclaiming the message. The responsibility, brothers and sisters, on Muhammad was to teach and proclaim the message clearly. So if anybody goes if anybody goes back and opposes the Quran and the Sunnah and turn their backs to it, and you then know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is severe and in punishment. Likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, May you Rasul Allah. Whosoever obeys the messenger then he has indeed obeyed Allah. How do we obey the messenger brothers and sisters again? By implementing his sunnah. Analyzing and observing his teachings that has been preserved and authenticated. If you do so, then that is included in the meaning of obeying Allah. You obey the messenger, you follow his sunnah. You follow his sunnah, you obey Allah automatically. Because Allah Azza wa Jal sent his messenger to be followed. And set his example to be implemented. Likewise, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man ata'ani faqad Allah. Whosoever obeys me, then he has, he, then he has obe obeyed Allah. And whosoever disobeys me, then he has disobeyed Allah Azza wa Jal. So therefore we see the importance in not opposing the instructions, the guidance, the teachings of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If you do so, that is disobedience to Allah azza wa jal. Disobedience to Allah, your creator. The one who would take you into account 
on that day when there is no return to this dunya to rectify any of the affairs that we would have wanted he sallallahu alayhi wasallam said all of my ummah all of my nation will enter paradise except those who refused he said this to his companions all of them all of my ummah will enter paradise except those who refuse then he was he was said to him وسلم, who would refuse O messenger of allah meaning who will have that intention who will have it in him to refuse your sunnah and he وسلم, said whosoever obeys me will enter paradise and whosoever disobeys me then they have refused and then they have refused and if they have refused entering paradise because they have refused the sunnah of the messenger by disobeying the messenger disobeying his example his instructions not leaving the prohibitions which he clarified so therefore brothers and sisters <coughs> pay due care in learning the quran and implementing and the sunnah because indeed calamity will befall you will befall you calamity will befall you in your lives as allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says be warned those who oppose his command that a fitna a calamity will befall them or great punishment severe punishment will befall them so therefore this affair of obeying the messenger brothers and sisters is an affair which is important you oppose the commands of the messenger calamity will befall you in your lives but the believer when he falls into mistakes which should be unknowingly or forgetfully he hastes or she hastes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and repent and seek forgiveness then their deeds are rectified then their sins and their opposition will be rectified and they would be again and it be upon the, the path which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with likewise brothers and sisters we need to return and he back to the Quran and the Sunnah regarding the affairs that people differ in as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says فَلَا وَرَبِّكَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ حَتَّى يُحَكِّمُوكَ فِيمَا سَجَرَ بَيْنَهُمْ ثُمَّ لَا يَجِدُوا فِي أَنفُسِهِمْ حَرَجًا مِمَّا قُضَيْتَ وَيُسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا Allah says by your Lord, indeed they have not truly believed until 
they seek your judgment meaning the judgment of muhammad so how brothers and sisters can we for us seek and find the judgment of muhammad by referring to his sunnah allah says indeed not they have not truly believed until <coughs> until they have sought your judgment regarding the things that have occurred between them then they find no resistance in themselves in their hearts regarding that which you have judged or which that which you have ruled and they submit to it they submit to it totally without any resistance in their hearts without any dislike they are pleased with what the messenger of allah has ruled in a certain matter they are pleased with that so therefore they submit to that and that is from the alama or one of the alama one of the signs of a strong believer an iman that is any perfect or complete likewise brothers and sisters from the sayings of the salaf and he's showing the importance of holding firm to the sunnah is the saying what they said man amara sunnah ala nafsihi qawlan wa fi'la نطق بالحكمة ومن أمر على نفسه الهوى نطق بالبدعة نطق بالبدعة The Salaf they used to say whosoever subjects himself to the Sunnah in speech and action then they will utter words of wisdom and then whatever you see from them whatever comes from them will be things that are wise things that are good and whosoever subjects themselves to their own desires or the desires around them then what you'll see from them is the utterance of innovations in the religion things that opposes the religion things that go against the quran and things that go against the sunnah of muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam therefore brothers and sisters to conclude from the sayings of our scholars and the end the salaf which should be in our minds always as they said min allahi ar-risala wa ala ar-rasuli al-balagh wa alayna at-tasleem revelation it's from Allah and proclaiming that message was from the messenger وسلم, was the duty and the role of the messenger وسلم, that was his role just to proclaim it clearly so what is upon us after Allah has revealed that revelation and Muhammad وسلم, has clarified it clearly 
and taught it clearly and his sunnah clarifies this revelation what is upon us after this clarification after this blessing from Allah this guidance from Allah and this clarification and implementation from Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam what is left for us everything is given to us so what is left then upon us is to submit to it learn it implement it live by it it is there it's clear it's not hard work it's not something that you have to use your intellect and your mind to come up with new things it is there it's laid out it is clear so Allah revealed the message and Muhammad clarified it and preached it what is left upon us is to abide by it and submit to it that is the success brothers and sisters that is holding firm to the Quran and the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad aqimu salah